Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome back. Friday, Lori and Julia show here on My Talk Water 7. One, everything entertainment. We want to remind you uh, again that we are keeping our uh, donations center open. If you want to continue to make donations uh, to Bahamas Strong and the Miami da- uh, Miami Diaper Project, we will continue to accept your donations through uh, 11 tonight. We've already collected over $20,000. We did that yesterday, and uh, we're thrilled. And if you would like to continue to make donations through 11 o'clock, that would be absolutely lovely. Yes, we would absolutely love it. And now we are going to just... Absolutely love this was it was yeah. we're playing Shazam, it's Friday. Yeah. Holly, yeah. I feel like you beat me every time. Um, yeah, no, that's not true. But last week, I mean the last two Fridays we got to play at the fair, so we had all that great audience participation. Partici- yeah. I'm looking at Hannah. Right giving now. you the answer. Hannah's not gonna give you the answers, she Julia. Lip them to me to she, help no, me. She's cheating, no cheating. You guys know that song? Time for Lori and Julia to beat, beat Shazam. All right, here we go as we take a journey through the decades. Oh, dear. All right, I think you'll get this one. This is uh, is from the 60s. This band had a lot of hits. Who's this? Say your name and then guess. I know who it is, but I can't think of their name. Well, then you don't know who it is. Creedence Clearwater Revival. And I love them. CCR. Creedence Clearwater Revival. There was a thing where their original name was the Wally Gags or something. Yeah, Gollywogs. Gollywogs. The Gollywogs. Uh, They changed that. Here they are, the Gollywogs. Get off the stage. (laughs) All right, here we go. So a point for uh, Holly as we move into the 70s. Who's this? Woodsy Collins. Woodsy uh, Collins. Is Who is it? Uh, Holly knows them all. Just say it, Holly. It's Casey and the Sunshine Band. Yes, I Casey just am not feeling it right band. now. But you, but Bookie Shoes is a song by Casey and the Sunshine Band. So your brain yeah. was like there. It was, it was there. The, it was so there. So I am supportive. All right, two Thank points you, for Holly. Holly as we move into the eighties. Who's this? Oh, Donnie, I feel like you always play her. She's a blonde lady, Kim Carnes. No, it's But it's we a, had her last it's a week. Duo. The, it's a duo. Um, Sisters. Yeah. Is this Heart? Heart. It was Heart. their worst song ever then. That's yes. when they had the weird big hair, wasn't yep. it? You probably that was awkward. See, I like Barracuda. I like some of their other yeah, stuff, but I did not like that song. All it right. reminds me of like... Yeah. Well, it's 80s power ballads. Yeah. All right. All right so uh, two for Holly, it. one for Julia. This song played at every darn wedding, but who recorded it? Oh, that's the tricky oh, one. Oh, oh, guys. Yeah, what it's was their two name? Two old dudes in suits oh, slapping their hands together. Right? Los, 
Lobos. Los Del Rio? I was raised by MTV and I was a recluse shut in middle schooler oh, when that sad. song came out. So my sadness <laughs> has now actually paid off 20 plus years later. Three to one. Parents, mm-hmm. All right. So let's continue our, uh, we'll go into the 2000s now and I need you to identify this. Where the freaks will come around in the whole Julia, you know this. Yeah, you do. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'll say, oh, of course, when you say it, but I know the song. No, keep saying some names. Hell I know you know one. What year is it? Uh, it's in the 2000s. I don't know. Oh, them. No, no. Okay, Holly. It's Kesha. Yeah, it's Kesha. Oh, I love Kesha. Kesha. See, you love Kesha. You know who I'm going she is. down. Okay. You're Timba. Timba. All, All right, right, here's a, uh, let's do, let's throw in a little. Uh, I disc- never, for, I'll never forget when Lori and I saw someone just. It, right when that song was out, there was some event at Neiman Marcus, <laughs> and Lori and I were there, and I can't remember what it was for, and all of a sudden, that song, I, I don't know if it was playing, but it was in our head so much, and then this lady just goes down, and we just, Lori goes, um, Lori goes <laughs> oh, so sympathetic. Yeah. She's a giver. Right. <laughs> truly. Truly. Okay. All right. Here's a little it, fun little number. She was fine. She from, was caught, but Lori, I, I couldn't stop laughing. It was so inappropriate and wrong. Okay, it's um, like laughing at a funeral. I'm, mm, next. I'm wearing my leisure suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm at Studio 54. Who's this? Dance. Dance. So many disco hits. Yeah. Anybody remember and that? Gloria and the dance machine. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, the other guys. Yeah, the other guys. Those guys. Those guys, yeah. Dancing to the beat. Is it anybody? Uh, chic? Oh, yeah, really? Chic. Oh chic is I'm correct. I'm it's totally to one. I am getting oh. slammed. Oh. No, Julia, I pulled that one right out of my butt. I'm well, like, I, I don't know who that is. Chic, indeed, a lot of hits for them. All right, Ooh. let's do one more. Ooh. All right, just for fun. Yeah. Okay, huge hit. I did not like this song. Okay, who's this? Get happy. Yeah. Here's a little song I wrote. Who sang it? I'd want to sing it note for note. Don't worry. Daniel Powder. No, he wrote had a bad day. No, that's... Holly? Oh, I thought you meant the character Powder from the movie. No, never that movie, too. Bobby McFerrin. Bobby McFerrin. Who is it? Local tie. He used to be like the head of the St. Paul Chamber Orchestra. Yeah. Yes. I yes. Wow. Yeah, I remember right, seeing with the Guthrie. Wasn't that, that weird when Don't Worry Be Happy was a thing? It was huge. It's, like how huge it was. Okay, what listen, were we doing? What about in the 70s this? when we would have leather stamped bracelets and hats with a thumb out, keep on trucking? Well, well yes. That's a weird that. thing. It was that. We all have yeah. our. That keep was on trucking for keep what? Keep on trucking. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It was all during the CB culture. Breaker, breaker, good <laughs> yes. buddy. Come on back. We got that's a great right. big convoy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so that's <laughs> same thing. Weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all these little weird nuggets. Like, yeah. and I remember having a t shirt at my babysitter's house and we were painting puff paint on them. Oh, and then somebody paint. put, don't worry, be happy on one of them. And what, like, what the heck is that? It's a song. But that, yeah, but like, why but on a t-shirt? But it's a true, true statement. Yeah. Why do they put anything on a t-shirt? Why do we do anything? I don't yeah. know. Okay, no. let's get a little deep. Uh-huh. 
Hey, when we come back, we've got random thoughts. Stay with us. I know a project down in Dirty Nine is. B. Arthur told me. But the people actually participating in the torturous activity she came up with, they don't find out till Thursday morning at 7. So be listening to My Talk 1071. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right. I want to know if you guys struggle sometimes with all the different options of what can be recycled and what can't be recycled. Yeah. With what goes in, what, where. Yeah, occasionally. Yeah. Yes. That okay, is true. Okay, so this is a pretty smart new invention. It's it's coming to the market. It's not done yet, but it's a it's a recycling. It looks like, you know, the things um, kind of like a mini round mouse. And you'd plug it in and you'd put it right over the materials and it would tell you if it was a recyclable or not or trash. Oh, so it's just like this yeah. little thing you'd put over it and it's called the RID recycling identification device. It uses infrared um, spectrometry. Spectrometry. Te- thank you. Technology that beams invisible light into the object. And if it absorbs it, it is... Um, the wavelengths of light, it might not be um, available for recycling and blah, 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 blah. But I think that would be a great tool yeah. for people. Because I always say to my guy, is this, can this, where does this go? Yeah. You know, when I just sit there, does this go here or well, here? Well, you know, they have those numbers on the bottom and you can look them up. Right. Is it a five? Is it a four? Can I do a five? Can I not do a four? And that I little know. triangle. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. the packaging is deceptive because is. I've been shamed a couple of times for putting something in the recycling that's not. I guess recyclable, right. and right. then it's like, well, you don't put that there. No, and I'm I like, know. I just wanted to save the planet. I'm I think, sorry. I think that would be kind of a cool new thing. <laughs> totally. All right. Um, today, what else? What do you guys got? Uh, well, Julia, yes, uh, affects you and uh, and me uh, for the first time. And thank you, Holly, for the story. There's more older people than for younger the, people. Yes. For, besides <laughs> that, uh, for the first time, scientists have identified the genetic differences associated with left-handedness, which is it's just only 10% of the population is left-handed. And it might, keyword might, might mean that left-handed people have better verbal skills Well, we than know that's not maturity. true. Well, speak for yourself. Well, okay. <laughs> honest to God. I can talk a lot, but half of it's not clear, yeah, and just, it doesn't we'll make sense. just go with it. Give us all something. All right, all right. I'm just going to go. You've got plenty of verbal skills. Go. go yeah, yes. ride with it. We rule. Because I'm not left-handed. Both of you are left-handed. Yes. We are. I'm a nice old righty. You're a nice old A nice old righty. righty. That's righty. what they used to call me back in the day. Nice old <laughs> no. righty. Uh, cowboy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I wanted to go back because I was like, what? Julia, you brought up in the last segment the keep on trucking guy. And like, what the heck is that? Like, where did that come from? Right. Why did we get into that thing? Oh, the cartoon guy. Well, it's a cartoon yeah. guy. So I was like, well, that's a really good question because the cartoon guy was drawn by the cartoonist Robert Crumb, very famous alternative comics guy. But it's a visual riff on the lyrics of the song Truckin' My Blues Away by Blind Boy Fuller from back in the 30s. And apparently the keep on truckin' guy has been uh, the subject of lots of different copyright lawsuits for decades. Really? Yeah, because a lot of people co-opting the image of the keep on truckin' guy. And Robert Crumb is very mad about 
about that. How old is he? Robert Crumb. He's still around. Uh, yeah, he is. Really? Shining eyes. He's still around to be mad. Well, yeah, he I would have been mad back in the seventies when everyone ripped it off. Yeah, him. he was nineteen. Or he's uh, seventy six years old, and oh. apparently, according to the wiki on Keep on Trucking, he uh, sued various entities to defend the copyright, including Amazon, back in two thousand five. So he wow. keeps on okay. trucking with the lawsuits. Keep okay. on going. Yes. Keep on going. All right. It's bring your manners to work day. How's everybody doing? Eh, I get a C. Oh, well, really? Yeah, you know, sometimes <laughs> I like, you know, leave oh. my things around. You leave I like, your things I, yeah, around? I like nest. You know, I've oh, noticed oh. I, I'm yes. ashamed. By whom? I would. I don't know, Julia. I, I was th- there. I was like shamed because somebody cleaned out cups and things and then they i left an old kombucha bottle in the other studio before oh, the state fair i knew that was you oh <laughs> my know. word and then there was another Heavens one to but that's the thing i leave my stuff around i'm sorry okay. how are you at sorry. home how's the guy put up with it uh, i don't leave everything around at <laughs> home actually okay. no talk to him <laughs> okay well, we never in him. your defense, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say, because the space around here is pretty much shared space with the exception of, you know, Donnie, Lori, and I have the double wide, but everyone uses my spot in it. Um, you don't have a spot to call home. I have a backpack. I know. Play the tiny violin, Donnie, for me I don't if you have got a drawer. one. No, I've been here 18 right. years. I don't even have a drawer. A drawer? Thank you. No. <laughs> no, I know. So I, I'm defending you, honey. Thank you. I'm going to defend you. Uh, maybe one day I'll get better at it. You that think so? Not now. Yeah. Think so? Holly, you have something for Okay, so here's a drink. I hate to break it to everybody. Julia, you were lamenting during the break, or maybe it was on the air, I don't remember, just earlier today, about the fact that the weather is cooling down. Right. We're entering fall. Well, not for two weeks. Yeah, not for two weeks, but the yep. weather is getting that way, and that means that it's PSL season. Wait, P- what? Pumpkin spice latte. Oh, oh for yeah. those oh, yeah. not in the know, not in the know of the abreve. Well, here's a special hack that you can do with a pumpkin spice latte at Starbucks. Apparently, it's on their secret menu, and it's called a Cinderella latte. And here's what it is. If you want the Cinderella latte, order a pumpkin spice latte, and then you swap out half the pumps of pumpkin spice and replace it with pumps of white chocolate mocha. Does that sound good to you? No. Sounds nasty to you? You know, I... <laughs> no. <laughs> I thought that, Julia, you might like it because you got the sweet tooth. I know, but I don't have those anymore. I know I don't have... <laughs> I don't even think... I can't even think of the last time I've done it. Oh, just even like a... pumpkin spice creamer. Oh, just anything pumpkin spice. No, I like the spice of pumpkin, you know, but I guess. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price Priceline.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The, my favorite in that is the cinnamon and the nutmeg. Yeah. Um, you know, and I like that stuff, but no. So not in the that latte. That sounds so rich. Yeah. That just sounds too rich for me. Donnie? No. Rejected. No. Denied. What about you? No. no, it sounds disgusting. It sounds I drink black sweet. coffee, no sweetener, no nothing. Like, I don't want that. If I want a pumpkin spice thing, here's my hack, and I'll share my recipe for a pumpkin spice smoothie. You take half a can of pumpkin puree with nothing in it, Get a scoop of whatever vanilla protein powder you like. I like plant-based. Put in a little ice, a frozen banana, your favorite nut milk. Blend it all together. Make sure you put in some pumpkin spice. You can get it at Trader Joe's or wherever. It's all mixed together. Bada bing. Boom. Done. You get your pumpkin spice fix and you get your nice vitamins. No, I like that. I do. I've added that almond milk. Yeah. I put that in my coffee now. Uh, Yeah, I do soy milk. Yeah. Have any of you tried oat milk? I tried it. I didn't, didn't did not care Isn't for it. Isn't that newish? It That's is the new. hot thing. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's a little pricey. I did not care for the taste or the texture. So no. The taste or the texture was yeah, it was it flaky kind of, like oatmeal? Yeah, there was something about it that just was not right. Ooh, what is it? It's like the soggy milk that's left over in Cheerios. It just, just almost it was almost didn't have much of a taste at all. As a matter of fact, it was just kind of blah. Ugh. That doesn't so, sound good. No. no, that doesn't sound good. Okay, do you think that the fish? Taste can taste with their fin and tail. Is that there? Is that where their taste buds are? Fish. Uh, what? <laughs> where do you think? Is, a, where do you think a fish's taste buds are? You, they're in their fins and their tail. That's what I just said. Oh, yes, that's that where I heard good it. Listening. Oh boy, who's on first? <laughs> Doesn't that sound kind of? I mean, that was just a little in their perplexed fins and by their that. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, what else do we know? All right, I got a list of things that you shouldn't do in the morning. So if you do any of the following things, apparently somebody out there is telling you, go back to bed, hit the snooze button. You're not supposed to do that. Who all here does that? I don't. I don't. Oh, I do. I like that. No, no, I don't don't use an alarm because of my hours. Yeah, I set like three alarms and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to get like this one. I know that I can get up. This one, I know that maybe you have time to sleep in. This one's like DEFCON 5 and you're going to leave the house in your underwear if you don't get your butt out of bed. You know, when I set it is like out of town if I have to get up early Yeah. or like if we have a work thing that's early. That's yeah. like the only time I set my alarm. I just don't. Uh, check email or social media in the morning. Do you guys do that? Nope. No? Nope. No? Okay. <laughs> I do well, that. What is morning? I mean, before what? you go to work? Oh, God. I just, yeah, I pick up my phone and then I have an eye open and I'm like, what's going on on Twitter? It's a bad oh, habit. Oh, it's no. a bad habit. But we- I go and I turn on the news. Okay, so, so same thing. Same thing. All yeah. right. Leave your bed unmade. Do you guys make the bed in the morning? Always. Yep. Okay, you should And I do find that. if I ever leave it, it bugs me so bad. Mm. Yeah. And you won't leave until you've done it. Drink no, coffee in the morning? Yep. Are That's it, bad for you? Apparently. Well, come on. They're like, your body naturally processes higher amounts of stress. The stress hormone cortisol, which regulates energy between 8 and 9 in the morning. So you should drink your coffee at around 9.30 in the morning. Uh, ah. Okay. Also, um, getting ready in the dark. Don't do it. What? Yeah. I feel like I do that every day. In the dark? In my closet because the lighting is so bad. <laughs> yeah, you're just like I cannot around. find. I have so much black and blue in there. 
jeans and black tops. Yeah. Cannot find anything. Yeah, because you want that one black top with the certain out. sleeves that Absolutely. you can never find Completely it. Completely different than this one over here. <gasps> you know how to do that. Mm-hmm. All right, so when we come back, oh my gosh, I think Amber Heard is... Um, Baby, you got me changing 24-7. I want you here. I hope you feel the same thing. us this Friday. I hope everyone's got, there's so much going on. I had a flashback to thinking of when I lived in Arizona in um, the early 80s and to like 84. Yeah. And how um, I thought, why would anyone ever live here? They have no theater. They have no place, which are one and the same. To Arizo- have, in Arizona. Yeah. They have no they had. They have what, Denny? No lawns. No, no. Right. They use <laughs> rocks. Rocks. They have no freeways. Blah, blah, blah. And now they have all that. They've got freeways that deal with the system. And then I think it was so nice and warm. But I was thinking about how lucky we are to live in the Twin Cities. We always have so much going on. And yes. so much of it is free, too. Yeah. Um, there's just a ton, ton, ton going on this weekend. So Rah, rah. I think it's very exciting time to be living in the Twin Cities. Well, it isn't cold. All right. Ugh. So there's a story that came out earlier today. And we've got a new one to update it. But um, the headline is Amber Heard is worried she will be demonized in Johnny Depp lawsuit. Wants um, details kept private and reading a little bit more about it. Johnny Depp is suing um, Amber Heard for $50 million in a defamation suit that he filed after Amber Heard and he were divorced. Yep. And as part of their divorce agreement, neither of them were allowed to talk about anything that happened. Mm-hmm. And But she did an op-ed um, about a year later in the Washington Post yep. that alluded to her... Um, Abuse. Yes. And didn't name him. She, yeah, didn't she, name she him, just alluded to her it. Becoming a public figure, representing domestic abuse. And um, everyone, it just, she was yeah. just recently in this just unbelievable, you know, divorce with Johnny Depp. So everyone believes she's talking about him. Yeah. Well, and Johnny Depp suing Amber Heard for $50 million, he's denying the claims and he's alleging that this publicity regarding his relationship with Amber Heard that allegedly she's talking about in this op-ed caused him a lot of financial harm, including Disney dropping him from the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise, which was his only franchise, which was huge. Huge. It was huge. And I do believe the public fallout from Johnny Depp his own personal finances, which aren't related to this, but that marriage and divorce with Amber Heard and kind of like she's saying that he threw something at her. He, he says she threw something at him. I mean, it all stained him, not her. Yeah. He was much right, more stained. Much bigger she star. kept <laughs> all of her stuff. And so in this, she says that she wanted um, this to be, um, you know, all kept private she wants um, various allegations to be, um, let's see, what did, what did she say? It's sensitive, it's intimate, the parties, I don't want um, the broad universe of our friends, family, and staff implicated. Um, she doesn't want, she believes that this case will inflict significant collateral damage on family members, friends, romantic partners, guards, assistant coaches, da, da, da. 
well, duh, you know, because it did to him too. So they were just a horrible couple. When you guys called it from the beginning, Julia, that they were just completely mismatched, wrong, Johnny Depp, ever heard, just not. Wrong, but he couldn't help himself because she denied him. Oh, she kind he, of... She dumped him. Yeah. So they met on that horrible movie. Oh, the, the rum diaries? Yes. Yeah. And yeah. Then, then, he bought it, then he wanted her back, and so he bought her a horse in New Mexico, and then they started riding their horses, blah, blah. Anywho, so just right now, yep. Aunt Variety has posted. You can update us, oh, Holly, yeah. if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. So Variety is updating the story this afternoon for what we just told you, that Amber Heard is actually seeking to toss this defamation lawsuit completely. So she's hired a new attorney. That attorney's name is Roberta Kaplan, and she's the co-founder of the Time's Up Legal Defense Fund. And they're saying that they want this completely tossed. That Kaplan is arguing that Johnny Depp's name was never even mentioned in the op-ed. And uh, in a statement to Variety, uh, Kaplan, Amber Heard's attorney, saying, fundamentally and contrary to the premise of Mr. Depp's case, it was not about him and what he did to Miss Heard during their marriage. She's saying something right there. It was about her and what happened to her her being Amber Heard, after she came forward, Kaplan is also arguing that Johnny Depp's lawsuit, if successful, would set a precedent that would prevent Heard from expressing solidarity with the Me Too movement. So, oh, well, okay. That's what they're, that's right, what that's, Amber Heard's attorney yes, is saying yes. right now. Okay, so here's my only other problem with all of this is Amber Heard was very outspoken and was photographed with a black eye and, um, and everyone, you know, and Johnny, I, I, this goes both ways. So she, there's all these photographs of her going to her attorney's office, having a black eye, and uh, Johnny Depp's camp saying there was no black eye. Well, there's she, photos she, that showed she didn't have a black right. eye, right? And so, so she, by going out publicly with this black eye and um, kind of, it, I mean, it was right. She was with Johnny Depp. It just made it look like he abused her. So... It's the combination of everything and then writing the op-ed. I believe women should speak out. I don't. I. It's just hard. This one is so hard, I think, because he had no history of domestic violence at all. At all, ever. No. no. You know, and then no. does this suddenly just flare up? And maybe it does. I don't know. But it's also claiming she has a little, she has some history of being um, physical, yeah, there's a lot of he said, she said, you know, there's a lot of mixed signals regarding Johnny Depp and Amber Heard's relationship that you were just watching it. And also that they were playing it out in the public in a way that was very deliberate on both parts where it was yeah. like, OK, fine. One person put something out in public. I'm going to see that and I'm going to put this out instead. So trying to manipulate the public's image regarding both of them, Johnny and Amber Heard. So I believe, it, though. It's messy. It's messy. He suffered way more than her. But at the same time, his long You're saying term, in his career. Yes, his career. Yeah, he, we had a lot more yeah. to lose. He lost almost everything, I think. Mm. And I think that it was a combination of his years of drug abuse, of drinking, of being Johnny Depp, having no a carefree laissez-faire with his, all of his money, you know, and then his legal ex-legal partners who were also his manager who he sued you can't get paid both ways exposed right. all of yeah. the money he spent on everything yeah remember so it was just a combination but she went out there and whoever's right we don't know i think this is going to be uh it's been ugly it stays ugly i really kind of want to know 
What's the truth, though? Well, yeah, because well, because they're playing it out for the public to consume. They are, and that's why you want to know because there's a lot of missing information. She is right now. Yes, she is. This is is her driving this. Yes. Well, now she wants this to be dropped. Amber Heard wants this lawsuit, this fifty million dollar defamation lawsuit, to be dropped. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a big. Big legal battle and the story that you were reporting on earlier, you know, she wants to keep things private. I think maybe the thing that's kind of like unsettling is that, well, okay, you guys want to keep this private. But then here is everybody leaking all of these very private photographs. Yeah, they stop throwing mud in public. Yeah, exactly. so I think that's the thing where yeah. it, it gets a little so bit I unnerving. I feel like a public, they're, I don't know. I want to know the truth and I want it to be settled. I'm, thank you. And I don't know that that's going to happen. Oh, but where's me- Judge Wapner when you need him? But in the meantime... <laughs> Judge Judy. Yeah. <laughs> She's around. She, oh, yeah. Girl's getting she paid. Gosh, it's so ugly. Yeah. Oh, and then, and then, you know, there's been a lot of things that this week kind of have have struck me as interesting conversations. And one is redemption. When I think of Woody Allen and his history and how that keeps coming up. And... Um, who's wrong, who's right, and how long, how many, you know, and his thing was so young, was so young. I mean, it's hard, you know, I've been listening to arguments on both sides of him, and when when do you forgive, when can you move on, when can it be okay to be a human being again? And I struggle with his daughter saying this and him saying this. Yeah. And I think that's a hard conversation. And I feel like there's just been a lot of these really hard conversations. And I always love it. I, I think there's some hard ones out there with media people, you know, with celebrities. Sure. So. The, the maybe like looking at it as a critique of cancel culture, being that cancel culture is so extreme. It, it is extreme. And cancel culture is like, for example, somebody does something bad and then you're deleted forever. You know, people don't want to have anything to do with you. So, Julie, it seems like the question that you're asking is like, when is enough enough? Have we gone too far in one direction and bring it back? And I feel like we need it to go to the extreme on the other side. Seriously, mm-hmm. I think we did because a lot of good has happened with the Me Too movement and women speaking up and women have Ooh, been quiet yes, about yes, it. Yes, And things, you know, it brought up memories for so many people including myself, that feels freeing to have expressed that. But I also think what, how do you forgive and how do people, when is it okay to say, I, I massively screwed up. How do I move on from this? Yeah. Well, and can anyone forgive? Well, and I think the thing with Woody Allen, he adamantly denies this. We're never going to get any kind of like, any, we're not going to get anything from that. He's a tough one because then he marries his stepdaughter. I mean, well, that's, that's to a, say the is, least, Julia, that's a tough one. He's such a tough one. one. That was a really bad example. But, but what, I guess, you, <laughs> what you can do is you can decide as a consumer of art, as a, as a person who watches media, you can decide whether or not, at the very least, you can decide whether or not you want to actively support his work. Like you can, you can I make, never have. Well, okay, well you could yeah. make, but but saying that, like at yeah. the very least, you could be like, well, you know what? Maybe he's not for me. Right. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, but don't like, you I'm think sometimes it's it's like James Franco, like Louis C.K., like people have really published um, and and what's that um, funny? I can't think of his name. I mean, a lot of people, you know. When do they get to walk down the streets again? 
Well, when, they they've are. all apologized, oh, but yeah. you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, when does that stain go uh, away? I know. Well, I know this is a very yeah. serious conversation for Friday. Uh, yeah, sometimes because, it honestly. You know, I mean, I've made yeah. mistakes. I, I, with and, Kevin Spacey, I don't know if that's ever going to leave. Well, that them. one, I yeah, I know. Well, that's why yeah. we're, we're we're right in the middle of these conversations and we're having them, and I don't. They're think, hard to have, well, I think, because you believe. I mean. I think they're difficult conversations. And this Johnny Depp one, I just want, they have played it out publicly. I want to know the definitive answer so I can go move on. Can we get him on the line? Have yeah. him call you just, privately. Just, just, I know. I mean, but these are very complicated, complex conversations that we're having. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. In real time and they affect people all across the board. So, you know, at that we'll come back and make up our own minds in okay. Hollywood speak and give up. We'll make up our own headlines. Thank you. All right, we'll be right back. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? All right. Thank you for listening to my bubble, jubble, jubble, jubble. Oh, okay. Okay, so here here we go. Donnie, can you play? So, Kylie Jenner is um, one of the youngest. She's a twin of of the, well, she's a Jenner. Of, she's in the Kylie is clan. the youngest and the richest and the richest. So here she supposedly. is. Here she is on Ellen yesterday saying kind of things she hears about being a billionaire. And does everybody do they call you Kylie billionaire? Jenner? I mean, does the family? I mean, they must be. They've all been working for years and suddenly you come along and, and you're the youngest and you're a billionaire. First of all, she must be your favorite child. I would assume. Well, <laughs> duh. Yeah. Um, but I mean, do they really make fun of you? Do they give you a hard time? Um, it's only when we, I don't know, when we're like in a group chat talking about right. we should go on a trip and then everyone's like, Kylie, question mark, are you going to pay for it? Or right. just stuff like that. I would, but yeah. they just joke with me, just sister, sister they love. Tease but they're her all a lot. really proud of me, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, and do they, but do they really, do they expect you to pay for all this stuff? No, they don't really. No, just my stuff. <laughs> Isn't that- oh, Chris, you're so funny. <laughs> She's a, can you imagine at 22 being a billionaire? Well, she, uh, here's the thing. They're like acting, Ellen, Chris, Kylie, that that's the, if, if that is the most interesting thing about you as a human being, I mean, read a, read a book, sister. Like Kylie, Je- I mean, seriously. <laughs> oh, wow. If that, if if being a girl. billionaire is the most fascinating I'm sorry, thing that about you, that is pretty you, fascinating when you're 22. Tell me a little. I can give her props, but that is not the most fast. How much money somebody makes is not the most fascinating thing about them. I don't care who you are. 
That's fine. Like who you are. But it's I I think it'd be funny to be so super wealthy and your siblings are super wealthy but not so super wealthy and what your siblings <laughs> are you going to pay for this? I mean, sometimes I do that to my sister. <laughs> Who's going like, to pick up the tab? Yeah, we do that. I'm oh. like, you make more money than me, you pick it up. You know, we do that in my family. <laughs> Don't you? I mean, with my... I split it evensies. No, no. It doesn't matter who making what. Sometimes I'm like, am evensies. I buying mom the next present again? Can you just, you know... She's like, you're you're there. You know, we always do the Simply, money. Simply negotiations. Yeah, All right. So, I, um, Serena Williams, we touched on this earlier. Serena Williams is the headline coach, is worried about Meghan Markle at the U.S. Women's Final. He's worried that... Um, you know, she's coming, and they're superstitious. Last time Serena watched Meghan Markle at, at Wimbledon, she lost. Um, the Williams coach, Patrick, is like, you just have to focus. Don't think about having, you know, the Duchess of Sussex in the Ugh. stand. I, oh, I think oh yeah, I think, yeah, totally. Serena yeah. Williams, greatest of all time, GOAT tennis player she's not going to be distracted by her friend being in the stands or here's the thing if they're bffs and if that was the case then they need to have a conversation be like megan look like can you just like maybe not draw attention to yourself and maybe watch from like up high in the bleachers if she was a true friend megan would do that for serena she would totally do that and Dude, not make a seat yeah i know but I, I, <laughs> I, the, i'm just taking this to like would they ever ask um you know to doll are you worried that tiger woods in the stand oh gosh you know, of course they you wouldn't. know would you ever ask oh prince uh, yeah, charles is coming saying. to see yeah. you yeah. um federer yeah. you know anna wintour is, is in, watching yes. you <laughs> yes i'm well, trying to it, think of one of um you know rod yeah. laver well, one yeah. of the tennis greats is in the stand are you worried yeah i see, yeah, I see your point yeah there. they yeah. don't ask this yeah. well it's because they're they're buds they're well and and it yeah, also, it's another Make and Margle st- Markle story yes. to publish, yes. too. It's another I mean. negative story about All that. All right, what do you think about this? I don't think you guys know it, but today is National Cellulite Day. Uh, I'm nowhere. Got, I got hashtag a lot to Cellulite Day. Okay, so I give props to Demi Lovato. Um, she has been sober a little over a year since her accidental overdose um, a year ago. So she sent out a photo of her stepping out of water and it looks like she's in Bora Bora because the water is she's getting out of water, stepping up into her um, cottage on the water. Lovely. And it's a picture of her backside and she's got a high waisted leopard print bikini on and um, she's got cellulite on her leg. Like I do, like many of us do. And she said, this is my biggest fear. This on Instagram, a photo of me in a bikini unedited. And guess what? It's cellulite. I'm just literally so tired of being ashamed of my body. Editing it, yes, the other bikini pics were edited, and I hate that I did that, but it's the truth. So what others think, it's so that others think that I'm their idea of what beauty is, but it's just not me. This is what I got. I want this new chapter in my life to be about about being authentic. I'm going to really give a couple props here to Lizzo. Oh, sure. Body positivity. Body positivity. Leading that shift in the cultural perception of what it means to be beautiful. And I absolutely love, because I feel like this was me. Um, Here's me, unashamed, unafraid, proud to own my body that was fought through so much will continue to amaze me. And hopefully when I give birth one day, it's such a great feeling to be back doing what I'm doing. But you know what? I deprived myself for years of the real birthday cake. I'd opt for watermelon and whipped cream with candles. 
I was terrified to eat cake. I was terrified to eat ice cream and food. She said she's now back in the studio working on an anthem. Just so everyone's clear, I'm not stoked about my appearance, but I'm appreciative of what it is. And sometimes this is the, the I'm the best I am right now. I just give her props. Yeah. Show it. If that's what makes Demi Lovato feel good and like proud and she's come to a space, obviously she's been doing a lot of work on her feelings about herself and her aesthetic and how that feels to be in the spotlight. And if, and if this is not coming from a place of truth, then good on her. Like, I, mean, I really think it is. I mean, think of it. She was the little girl on um, Barney. That's uh, right. Yes. She was. She's been among in other things. the public eye her whole life. And she's, at, you know, she eats, she goes up, she goes down. But I think owning it and sending that out, I just kind of, that makes me really proud of her. Well, yeah. And if she wants to show it off in that particular way, then, you know, go to it. I will not be posting a picture of my butt. On Instagram. Oh, well, okay, thanks for <laughs> for the record. For the but record. I, for the yeah, record. We'll, we'll <laughs> for you know, I just kind of love this younger generation because they really own own who they are. You know, thick is hot. Um, you know, and they're proud of it. And I just think of all the time I wasted being I was skinny, being worried if I, I'm not going to wear my bikini because I need to be ten pounds thinner. You know, I can't yeah. do that because I'm ten pound thinner. And all the worry and crap. And I just think good for good for people to own it. I think that's a big step. True. Yeah. So I I give her a little a little loving. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. The other thing to Hollywood speak today is the. It's not even Hollywood speaking. This is just something that I think is so absolutely horrible. Is that that dive boat in California where the 34 or 35 people died on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They filed um, some sort of a thing yesterday, and it's a maritime ship thing that, like, um, the Titanic filed that you can't be sued for so much money for the deaths of people on your ship. Did you guys hear about I this? No, I did not hear about, about this. So I'm no. just saying... How gross are you? The people aren't even buried yet, and they filed this insurance thing that says they'll never have to pay anyone. It's a maritime law. You'll hear about it on the news mm. tonight. So I'm just saying, shame on you people. Who's receiving the shame? I'm saying it to the owners of the boat that, um, you know what they're saying is everyone plugging in their phones, the lithium batteries mm. might have had something to do with it. Maybe the ship wasn't taken care of. It's just such a horrible tragedy. The one guy who lost five family members. Yeah. So horrible. So I'm saying shame on you. Shame on you. When we come back, Orlando Bloom, I wish Lori was here so, so bad <laughs> for this. Are we going pedalboarding with Orlando oh, Bloom? Yeah. Is that what we're doing? I want her to be oh. here because she wouldn't stop talking about this that we're going to discuss when we come back. Oh, Orlando, Orlando Bloom's Schwan. Is it as big as oh, we think it is? Please. Oh, yeah, this is a classy family program. Oh, boy, is it ever. <laughs> it really is. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia and my talk one of seven more.